Hi, beautiful, and welcome to Self Carve, a podcast all about self love and success. I'm your host, Ivana Ritchie, and I'm here because I want you to have it all. I don't want you to settle for less. I want you to carve yourself and create the life of your dreams. And because of this, not only will I be sharing my knowledge with you, but I'll be inviting some amazing women who are all highly successful and they will be sharing their stories with you as well. A woman who's self-carved knows that there is nothing she can do to change her past, but that she has all the power and all the magic to create the best version of herself and attract anything that she desires from a man to money to whatever, right? So I'm so happy that you're here. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Self Carved. Can you believe we're already on episode, what is it, nine? Well, I'm super excited today. I have an old classmate, an old basketball teammate with me today, Kim Flanoy. We're going to be talking about how to branch out on your own and start a business as Kim has a lot of experience in this. Uh, Kim has a master's degree in public administration, but is actually running her business, KFI, today where she's focusing on web design and marketing. So Kim is going to be here and share all her knowledge and her experience with you today that's going to help you if you are looking to start your own business or if you're just wanting to take your business to a new level. So welcome, Kim. Thank you for having me. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> so excited about this. Uh, before, we, before we jump into talking about the business aspect, can we start off talking about this topic of education, right? So yes. this is something that, you know, the old school people were stressing so much that you have mm-hmm. to go and get an education. And I know you have a master's. How, how important is it? Education is really important. I mean, obviously people go their own route as far as how educated they want to be, but I cannot emphasize how important it is. Just, it gives you like an opportunity to grow, opportunity to learn in different environments. Obviously a traditional class is not going to teach you everything there is to life, but it gives you a foundation on where to start. So any chance I had to just expand my education, I just went for it because it, I knew it was just going to expand my mind, expand my experience in ways I've never imagined. So that's how I feel about education. Okay, okay, okay. Awesome. And did you find that there was a difference between going to graduate school compared to your undergrad experience? How was that for you? It was a huge difference. You know, when you're an undergrad, you got to go through all the basic classes that had nothing to do with your degree. But when you go to graduate school from the first day you step in class, like every class you take is pertaining to the degree that you're getting. There are no just introductory courses. Like every class you take is this is what's going to prepare you for your degree or your internship or whatever job you hope to pursue. So it was just like we skipping all the little bases. We getting straight to it. So it was a huge difference and a huge adjustment, but I didn't mind it. Yes. Yes, that's so true. I can, I can truly, I can truly. Yeah. <laughs> so how about the, so you got your master's degree in public administration. What did you mm-hmm. do with that? And when did you decide to start your, your business? Tell us a little bit about that transition journey. 
Yeah, so it's actually crazy because I knew I wanted to stay within the public relations communication sector. And public administration is typically not that type of degree, but um, I'm interested in working for the public sector, which is the government, which is where I work now, um, as well as own my own business. And in that class, it taught me how to manage people, how to manage businesses, how to just manage budgets. Mm -hmm. Public administration is basically, you know, how to take care of people um, from the policies to the laws that are made. It really just taught me the, I guess, the legal standpoint of how to take care of people. And from there, I was able to insert my communication, my web design, my marketing things, and it kind of merged together for me to work in different sectors like the private sector, government, or nonprofit. And I've had the opportunity to work in all three. So it definitely helped me transition in that way. Okay, okay, okay. So you transitioned smoothly, and that's really beautiful how you describe that. That's awesome. And then so then you just came to a point where you said i just want to run my own business or how did that happen and when did you decide to do that because it seems to me like you did it pretty quickly i myself mm -hmm. i didn't work in the corporate world too long until i started my own business and it kind yes. of the same so talk to us about that when and how did you decide to start your own business so that was actually crazy. I always wanted to start, but I always like had that voice in the back of my head. You're not ready. You're not ready. And um, I've been, I worked for the government, I guess I started last year and I'm just like, I do not see myself doing this till I'm 60. Like this <laughs> nine to five thing is not for me, you know? And I was just thinking like, it kind of limits your creativity because you're working with for somebody. So you have to do what they want you to do or what they expect you to do and i'm just like i'm so much more creative than this and first i started doing it on the side and i was just like you know what that little voice in the back of my head it has to go right right now and um i kind of first kept telling myself oh i need to learn this and that and i was like you know what i'm just gonna go for it so finally i just um i have a mentor which i think is very important i kind of expressed some things to her and i just kind of started laying the foundation on the type of clients i wanted type of business I wanted and basically what I wanted my business to stand for. So from the initial time I had the idea to when I started was probably two years, you know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm looking as like, you know, lucky like you just knew I was going to start. It took a while, you know, yeah. but um, once I started, I put the foot on the gas and I'm like, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yes. I love it. I love it. So, yeah. So that's interesting. You mentioned a few parts that I'm kind of curious to learn more about, but mm -hmm. tell us more about your company, what it stands for and in what way you're serving people and what your overall mission is. Yeah. So KFI, um, web design and marketing, but I'm a shortening and call it KFI. We really specialize in branding for small business, small businesses, mid-sized businesses, and startups. And I primarily focus on that because I noticed like in the new generation, those businesses are the heart of our community, but they struggle to connect with their clientele because you have those big businesses like Amazon and things like that. Yes. And my mission for just starting this business is just like helping businesses bring their dreams alive while like um, remaining their integrity and their dignity in the business world so what i do is i try to create customized plans and designs and let them know how unique they are and what i do 
And a lot of business don't even know how to market. They're just like, I just want to follow my dreams, create cupcakes, you know, <laughs> clean, whatever their business is. But they're just like, but I'm struggling to stay up in this world of the big businesses. And I'm just, I kind of step in and look, I have your back. I'm for the small and mid-sized businesses. I'm for the startups. I know how to get you there. And I know how to get you there while still remaining your integrity and dignity and what you want your business to be. So that's kind of like my mission going in. Mm, that's beautiful. You're able to, to stand for who you still are and kind of incorporate and integrate that into your business, right? Kind of what it sounds mm -hmm. like. I love that part. Like yeah. carrying that authenticity with you as you are growing your business and establishing your brand, which which makes me think about a lot of people do talk about it. A lot of coaches that, that I've heard speak on it. They talk a lot about like the difference between a brand and branding. How you mentioned, you're mentioning the, the branding aspect. How important is that? It, what difference does that make in today's world with so many people in business? Yes. So branding is so important. I'm so happy that you're asking me that because some people either overemphasize it or they just, underestimated and people don't understand your brand represents your company's culture and its values what you stand for and it's kind of like your company's first impression you know if you see a company like apple or amazon or things like that you're drawn to them because their brand represents something that connects to you mm -hmm. so when you're creating a brand you need to be able to create something that connects to your clientele or whatever it may be and some people either, like I said, they over-exaggerate it and make a brand like their company and it's like, relax, you know, or is they just underestimate it and they don't put enough importance on it. And branding is a serious thing. You need to seriously sit down and ask yourself, what do I want my company to represent? So when people hear my name, what do I want them to think about? Mm -hmm. And that's why when I do do my web design and marketing, that's one of the first thing I, I ask what is your brand what do you, your brand stand for and if they can't ask me we gotta let's take some steps back let's get <laughs> i'm not just gonna create you no website just because you want a website All right but do you want this to represent so yeah branding 100 i'm an advocate for it <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I think it's, I mean, you just look at all these big brands, how mm -hmm. every little thing that they do is just like, you know, it's them. And even people like um, Tony Robbins and Gary Vee and all these people, mm -hmm. they're, they're so good at it. They may not be like the typical, like the big uh, old school companies, but at the end of the day, right how they continue to brand themselves through different ways so I know I know a lot of women some of them that are listening right now they are small business owners and I'm sure that there are some listening who are wanting to start their own businesses so mm -hmm. I thought it was really important to talk about that because it's something that we have to continue to do and like you said if you don't know what your brand stands for it's going to be hard to brand yourself yeah, it is and what is your opinion on, I'm, I'm a part of several like uh, entrepreneurship, like, no, um, networking groups for mm -hmm. entrepreneurs and women. And a lot of them talk about that they are struggling with marketing. This is something that I hear over and over again. Well, why do you think that is? And is this something that you can solve on your own? Or do you need to get like professional help? What is your 
uh, view on that? Yeah, it definitely depends. I feel like if most people struggle with marketing is because they're trying to market to too many people or to the wrong market, mm -hmm. you know? Yes. Your business is not gonna work on every platform. Your business is not gonna work for everybody, you know? Right. If I'm not trying to buy a house, why are you marketing to me? You know, and I think people have that idea is I want quantity over quality. You know, do you want a thousand people looking at your business or you want that solid 10 that's gonna buy, you that's know, and people, yeah, you know what I mean? And um, <laughs> people don't think like that. So they struggle with marketing because they struggle to figure out who they're trying to market with, market uh -huh. to. So I feel like for those who are struggling, um, if you know absolutely nothing about marketing, I would suggest you do your own research and then reach out to someone to possibly help you. And if you do have an understanding of marketing, you need to sit down, and this is something I did, sit down and write down your ideal customer. I mean, from where she shops or he or she shops at to what they wear to where they are shopping on, write that stuff down. It'll help you narrow and save a lot of money on who to market to. And just be open, just because social media is booming right now and a lot of people are starting their businesses on there does not mean that that's where your business needs to be. So, you know, you have to think about those things. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think that it's, it's so important, everything that you're mentioning. And it's, I mean, it's so common that we have people jumping into our inbox. I think this is important to talk about as mm -hmm. we're going to have a lot of inspiring, um, aspiring entrepreneurs listening to this to not push push yourself onto people, not just jump into people's inboxes. I'm using this lingo because this is how we're talking today. So yeah. I am finding it so common, even on LinkedIn, and they're talking about how professional LinkedIn is compared to Facebook, but I'm finding that people are more professional on Facebook because on LinkedIn, you have people bombarding you with messages over and over and over right. again businesses so I really wanted your input on that for someone who's just starting off what your recommendations would be for that person uh, about how to really approach how they are going about getting their clientele or their customer mm -hmm. yeah so definitely I know people like to you know get in the dms and present their business and you know you hit it on the head you're on linkedin nine times out of ten that's not that type of platform to be promoting your business these are just professionals networking mm -hmm. so when you're on there with your business people are kind of looking like i'm not here to buy stuff i'm kind of here to just meet people who are in the same industry as i'm in right and that happens on instagram and facebook and things like that like it's different if you're in somebody dm asking for their advice hey i liked your page i like what you stand for can we talk about this or can we meet if they're your same city that's different from hey i got this business check out my page i get those comments a lot and i'm like okay and i check out your page and then what you know <laughs> <laughs> it's like where do you want me to go with this um, but definitely you know don't be so eager to just get customers be eager to get the right clients or right clientele you know um i kind of break my business up in like three categories the a the b and the c you know a is going to be your family and friends word of mouth you know hey family i started this business hey friends you know those types of people you're going to be comfortable checking out or talking to you know you got your b your colleagues if you went to school with your co-workers then you have see those strangers, uh, you don't know them. Those things are gonna happen like networking events. Um, I wouldn't suggest doing no cold DMs, you know, maybe for some coffee, 
they might not need your services, but they might know someone who needs your services. So you definitely have to just break out how you're going to reach to each category, as I put it. And definitely don't be so eager to just be in everybody DM because you can definitely get that scene with a check mark real quick. <laughs> I love that. That's super helpful. So Amy and give some good nuggets there that for the uh, the woman just starting off is super helpful. Mm -hmm. So I like that. Uh, looking around you and seeing what kind of people you have in your circle who you can reach out or who you have outside of your circle and what exactly. kind of most people uh, may have. So I think it's so important to really emphasize the importance of relationship building regardless because you never know what that person knows or who that person knows but if we're always the next person how can that person become my client instead of looking at it as it might be you know behind this person or one more person behind this person and be exactly. focused on developing that relationship is what i've really found is at least made a business a business in my business mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I truly like that so so how about for the woman who's listening right now who's eager mm -hmm. to start a business as well but she doesn't feel like she has the support from her family what would you tell her um i would basically tell her you're going to be you as an individual is going to be your biggest critic and your biggest cheerleader hmm. everybody is not put in this world to support you so you already got to get that chip off your shoulder that i should be supported but if you're your own cheerleader cheering for yourself in that corner, then you shouldn't worry about what your family is going to say or your friends who don't support you. Because at the end of the day, if you're successful and if you fail, they're going to want to talk about you. Why not create your own success? Why not know that you supported yourself? There is no greater feeling, at least to me, to know that I followed through with something that I wanted to do. So, hey, they might not support you now, but you stick with they stick to your guns a couple years later you might be like look at me now you know so <laughs> definitely be yeah. your biggest supporter you know you got to rock a t-shirt with your name on it hey <laughs> i love that support me <laughs> <laughs> i love that <laughs> it really brings me into this other question i had in mind about the uh, the importance to actually love yourself while you are starting off your business and running your business as a lot of people they think that Running a business is a little more smoother in the beginning than it actually is until you actually start doing it. Right. <laughs> Do you think that there is a correlation between self-love and success in, uh, in business? Yes. Oh, my gosh. You know, I'm going <laughs> on that question. <laughs> Honestly, yes. And if you don't think that there is, you won't have to reconsider a lot of things. Mm. Because in this business, success can be measured by a hundred different ways depending on the person that you're talking to yes and success tends to change people mm. but the thing about having self-love is being you know in depth like in tune with who you are as a person it's not letting certain success change who you are or change what you represent and that's one of the biggest things for me going in this business is sometimes i have to check myself or mm. i have to be like okay, Kim, is this business thing the right move for you? Does it go along with who you are as a person? If it doesn't, then I can't deal with that. But if it does, hey, then I can move that way. You know, I'm a very spiritual person and I talk to God about every move I make. And there's some opportunities where I'm like, ooh, you know, 
that looks real good. But then I'm like, mm, you know, the way I love myself, the way I respect myself, the way I want to carry myself, that might not work for me. And I never want people's success to get in the way of loving themselves because loving yourself opens up a whole arena to things you never imagined. So definitely going into any business or trying to accomplish any success, check yourself. They, they, there's no problem. Hey, who I am, what I represent, and how I'm going to continue to represent myself no matter what success come my way. So hands down, 100% believe that self-love can't happen with any type of success. You got to have both together. Yes. Yes, that, that, that was so beautifully said. And I think also this, like, in today's society, the definition of success has just been so focused on, like, the masculine aspect of it. Like, it's the hard, 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 hard work. But it's right. success and actually, like, the becoming the, the, the person that you want to be. And that itself is a success. So we yeah. kind of come to the point where we measure success by hard work or simply money but we can be um, aspiring to achieve all these things and then we lose track of who we are. So I thought it was really important that we chat about that part too as someone who jumps right in and like you said, gets the opportunity to do this or get distracted or maybe do something that goes against their faith if they're mm-hmm. a person too. So I think it's really, really important to, to have that foundation from the beginning and then having your business kind of being like an extension of yourself. Don't you agree? Of course, hundred percent. I mean, if you ask a lot of people who are successful or who done it for the money, they simply like, some of them just lose their self. They don't even remember who they were when they first started and not in a good way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, having the opportunity, like you said, to just grow and be an extension of me and everything I do is extremely, extremely important. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so we chatted about the family aspect and the self-love. So for for those, how about those that they, they feel like they can't start the business because they don't have enough money? What's your take mm-hmm. on that? Do you, do you feel like you have to have a certain amount saved before you start your business? No, I really don't. I mean, honestly, it, it definitely depends on what you're trying to start and you definitely need to be financially literate before starting a business. I wouldn't just say, you know, jump in it with your whole life savings or jump in it with no money saved because at the end of the day, you're trying to make more money or you do need money. But as far as needing a certain amount or needing an enormous amount, you don't. Um, honestly, it comes down to the basics. What do I need? You know, your child comes to you and say they need a new pair of shoes. Are you going to the store to get some $300 Jordans? No, you're asking them what you need these shoes for. Let me see if I can get some good shoes on sale. You don't need $300 expensive things. You just need the basics to get your business started. And if you're thinking that money is holding you back, the money is going to always hold you back. There's right. always going to be a reason why you're not going to start your business because oh, I don't have enough money. I don't have this. I don't have that. Money should never be getting your way of your dreams. If it's something that you want to do, do it. I'm not saying start your business and ball out. That wouldn't be financially, it just wouldn't be financially smart. Yes. But I'm not saying have $10,000 saved up to do it either. No, you got $50 here, $50 there. Do what you could do with that 50. Maybe it's just getting business cards. Maybe it's just, you know, finding a payment plan to get a website started or something like that. Don't think that you need this big amount of money to get your business started. Most business, big business started 
with zero to no money in somebody's garage. So look, you gotta get a little piggy bank and reach in there and go to the coin star and get your coins to start your business. By any means, do what you gotta do. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's, it's everything you're saying is just, it's, it's, it's so true because there is, there are always going to be excuses for things if people decide to make them for everything, even in the, like right. the dating world or whatever it may be. But that's mm -hmm. something that I'm seeing and hearing is really common. Oh, I don't have enough money saved. I don't have this. I don't have that. And then you continue to live your life in bondage. You're miserable going to your nine to five job that you hate. Some people love right. jobs, but there are a lot of people that don't enjoy doing it. And then in that process, they are not changing their view of how they view their boss or their colleagues. And they're just looking mm -hmm. at the negative aspects like, my life is not how it should be because of you kind of type of mindset. So I think it's important to just bring that out. Um, the fact that you weren't too worried about the money situation, like, like you said, you're not encouraging anyone to, to do something <laughs> crazy, but the, to yes. actually have a belief in yourself and focus more on Okay, so what do I need? And I think that's important to just, for me as a business owner too, I just started seeing how much people, and even myself in the past, mm -hmm. how much money I used to spend on like unnecessary things. And I continue yeah. people do that. Even I talked to, to my husband about how I was when he was a child and his mm -hmm. mom didn't have a, a lot of money, but she made sure he had every pair every pair of uh, of the jordans all new pairs he he had to have those for what right. reason so it's like all these things that you start seeing because you open up your mind to it when you actually you're running your own business so <laughs> this is start paying more attention to how you spend your money exactly got to mm -hmm. um, at the end of the day you got to stop focusing on it costs this much and start focusing on how can I use this to get the things I need? You know, don't yeah. look at your paycheck as, oh my gosh, I got to pay rent in a car. No, no, you know, you got to pay those things if you want to ride. <laughs> yeah. You need to start thinking like, okay, how can I use this money wisely to fund my dreams? And mm -hmm. once you start thinking like that, your paycheck look a little different. It don't look like it's about to go down the drain. Look like, oh, you about to fund my dreams real quick. Mm -hmm. Yes. And there's also the other aspect of it as you don't when you first start off, you don't really know what you're going to be making, you know, it fluctuates. So that really is going to prove to you and show you whether or not you're doing what you truly want to do. Because if you truly love it, it's not going to matter. Exactly. <laughs> you know, but you're still going to be having a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. But yes, yes, yes. So I wanted to talk about this too. So how about what kind of what kind of role has it played like when it comes to your business? Cause you're also a former basketball player like me. Yes. Uh, so what yes. <laughs> so what did the game teach you? Like, are you applying some of the things that the game taught you in your business? That might yes. be for the listener to kind of either if they were an athlete or just some mm -hmm. principles that you're applying. Right. I mean, like I've been a basketball player since I was 10. So <laughs> I can't help but to apply the principles to my life, even if I don't want to, it's just embedded in me now. But definitely some of the things I've learned was um, teamwork, you know, and people sometimes think that's so corny or you're so heard of, unheard of, or heard of a lot, excuse me. But, but um, no, it's really important. You may not be the smartest or the biggest or the strongest at something, but having somebody help you has also helped me get to where I am today 
in my business. Um, also work ethic. It's just me being diligent in how I work and just doing things for a purpose, just instead of just doing it, just to be doing it. Um, everything I do, I try to do it to reach a goal. So that's kind of something basketball taught me. If I'm going to the gym, I'm going to the gym because I'm trying to get in the game or I'm trying to better myself. And that's the same thing I apply in my business and my life. And it also taught me, which is something that is very underrated, but time management. Oh my gosh, you know, basketball, we had to go to practice and class <laughs> and study hall, all these things and running a business, being organized and having time management is probably more crucial than having money. Because when you can stay up on top of things, when you can just be able to duplicate yourself and multitask, mm. you get so far. And I think basketball has embedded that in me. I have been given project after project. I'm looking like, how am I about to do this? Let me go back to basketball. You know what? This practice time, two hours, study hall. Okay, I'm going to give you about an hour. That's the same thing I apply to my everyday life. So basketball yeah. is in me. It's in me. Yes, I love that. So that's, I mean, that's so cool. The fact that, so you're saying that people shouldn't really worry too much about what their friends or family are saying. You said it's important that people love themselves, not worry too much about how much money they have to have when they're starting off. You talked about um, education, but you said that's not, you know, everything. Uh, so basically what you're saying is that, and looking at what you just said about using basketball as a strength in your business, people don't really need too much of everything, right? When they're starting off, you don't need too much of a certain type of experience. You just need to be able to use anything you've done in your life, right? You can turn exactly. out to, this is gonna work for me in my business. Even if you haven't been an athlete, whatever you've been doing in your life, even if you were a drummer or something, being mm -hmm. able to look at your life and say, hmm, so what, do I, what have I done in my life that I can actually utilize, that I can make like an asset of and use that in my business? Yes, of course. I mean, there's been times where like I applied to a job and I've had more experience in basketball than I did the job itself, but the way I listed my basketball skills and what mm -hmm. it taught me got me that job. And that's the same thing that goes, if you're a baker and you bake cakes all your life and you just want to start your own business, those principles to baking cakes in your mama kitchen is going to help you develop those same principles and starting your own business. And you have to remember that, like, even if you feel like you failed in something, your failure should be your stepping stones to your success. At least it is for me. Mm -hmm. Things may have not, you know, things may have happened in basketball that didn't, that didn't go my way but it never changed the type of person that I am or the principles that it taught me. It just taught me how to use those in different ways. So don't even think that, yeah, I play basketball, but I only played up until sophomore year or <laughs> this and that. No, what did you learn up until sophomore year? Those are the same tools that you can use today in your business. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. That's so awesome. So, we all know. And what is it? I think it's about what 90% of new businesses that I feel is that mm -hmm. yeah, what it is. So we all know it's yes. challenging, especially in the first years, because it's within those years that most businesses fail. Why do you think that is? And how do you maintain a good balance so you don't burn out while you are just starting off? Yeah, so I think 90% of them fail is because they get complacent. They get complacent in doing things right that they don't 
care at a certain point whether they do it right or not. You know, it's kind of like being in a job for years. When you first started, you was on fire. Now you're year 10 and they be like, okay, like, well, why does that person still have a job? You can't <laughs> be complacent, you know, in your role in a business. You always have to have that mindset to get better. And, you know, that thing of being burnt out, that was like one of the first things I was like, oh, I'm still working my 95. I'm starting a business. I'm going to get burnt out. I'm not going to want to do this eventually. But honestly, it came down to me um, just self-care. I'm really big on self-care and self-love. And one of the things I tell me is always make time for you. There's, look, it's only one of you on this earth, whether you know it or not, make time <laughs> for yourself. Um, if there's times where I'm just mentally overload, I just have to, you know what, I got to put things down. I got to focus on what I need to do to get myself in a great mental place. I try not to put myself in a place to where I'm overwhelmed because I used to struggle with anxiety. And that was because I used to just let myself get burnt out to the point where I didn't know what to do next. So I used to be super anxious. Mm. And one of the other things I do is not get burnt out is stay organized. People don't understand how important being organized is. It can definitely like help your life, like get a planner, something like write down. I do to-do lists and I do um, goal lists every month. And this just helps me like stay focused on what I need to do, what I need to accomplish. That way I'm not adding random stuff to my list. <laughs> and I'm not forgetting the important stuff. You know, people get burnt out because they don't know, you know, what I need to do next, what I need to do. Get organized. You know what? Get organized. Everything will fall in place. If you need to add something, if you need to take something away, at least you know a starting place. And like I said before, I, I set, set new goals every month. Set a goal every month. That goal helps you stay grounded and also stay, lets you stay level-headed. Like, okay, this, this month, you know, last month is over. Maybe things didn't go that right. But this month, I'm going to set a goal that this is going to go right or I'm going to try to do this different this month. And it helps you just really keeps you hungry, keeps you ready. And that's one of the things I do not to get burnt out. Everybody got their different things, but that's something that has worked for me. Yes. I love that. I mean, you're getting me amped up. <laughs> <laughs> so if somebody's listening right now is just ready to take action, doesn't care about, you know, it's not worried about any outside circumstances, but is ready to take action and start her business right now. What would be the like starting tips you would give that woman? Yes. Yeah, so first thing I would give, which is probably obvious, but not so obvious, start. Hmm. Start. You know what? If you're thinking about starting, you haven't started yet. Start. Yes. Um, next thing I'll do is plan. I'm like a strong believer is like a goal without a plan is just a dream. So if you don't have a plan, you're really just dreaming. So start a plan, even if it's just like something, you know, let me just write this out. I might, I just have a journal of just random thoughts and plans. And eventually it became organized, but <laughs> plan out, you know. Um, and then I know they're going to have a lot of fears because I know I did. What if I fail? What if I did? Let them fears fuel you. You know what? If I failed, I tried. Hmm. If this don't go right, something something will eventually let that fuel you like i got this um i wrote some stuff down that's why i'm just reading off a list but <laughs> i love it it's gonna I'll be easier say, to, um, you have to write it down too <laughs> yeah yeah stay organized no um i would definitely say continue to grow um when i started my business 
I started to read a lot more. It's like crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah, I read a lot, a lot of just um, books that help me grow spiritually in the entrepreneur life. Books that just help me just grow, just, you know, just keep me on track. And I listen to a lot of podcasts about, um, you know, women who probably done what I'm doing or just strong women podcasts like yours, just something that just triggers to what I'm doing. And I would definitely say, you know, you're on a car ride, sitting in your office, put some headphones in, listen to your podcast. Yes. And the last tip I have is get a mentor or coach that will help you so much. You know, yeah. someone who keeps you grounded and helps you grow at the same time. It's amazing. One thing about it, when you start your business, you don't have to do it alone. And nine, nine times out of 10, you're not reinventing the wheel. Even if you have a mentor who's not in the same business as you or a coach who's not in the same business as you, they've done it. They started yes. a business or they've done something that aligns with what you're trying to do. And don't be afraid to seek them for guidance. I have a mentor who helped me with my business, who helped me with, you know, oh, how do I get, go about getting a business license? They tell me what I need to do. How do I go about getting my clients? Hey, they just help you. They just, they like, I got you. I've been there and I'm more than willing to help you get there as much as I can. So definitely mentor or coach, get you one. <laughs> totally agree. Totally yeah. agree. And uh, my husband and I were in a situation where we didn't really know what to, what to do or how much to charge when we were speaking like at our first school. So mm -hmm. I reached out to mine and she said some incredible things that actually helped us so much with that yeah. situation. So yeah. there's so many little blind spots that we have or something that that mentor or a coach can say that just triggers it to us. Like, oh my gosh, I didn't see that. I didn't think of that. Exactly. So I think that now as this whole stigma around getting help is slowly but surely, I feel like it's changing. Uh, mm -hmm. People are going to be more acceptable to that. But if you want to be like, for the person who's listening right now, if you really want to start your business, you have to be able, not able, you are able, but you have to be willing to, to get the help. Right. We can't do it alone. We used to, we've been taught that oh, you can just do it. You can just do it. And then we burn out or get any, we get some, we get anxiety or depression or what, mm -hmm. whatever it may be we put so much pressure on us so I think those are super good tips I do want to circle back and back and focus on one of the ones that you mentioned if you have it in mind right now do you have a favorite book or a book that you recommend or is that too on spot no no that's perfect I've actually probably just read three books in the last month so I have some books to recommend. No, um, I just read a book called The Go-Giver and I forgot who it was titled by, um, but look up The Go-Giver. I think the book is red, uh, red the color. Um, but this book is phenomenal for anybody that's getting into a business or, or is in business and has that mindset of, I need to be a certain person or be a certain goal to get to where I need to get to. And this book called The Go-Giver, sorry, um, basically talks about how helping other people helps you get to where you want to get to as well. You know, we often have that um, self-made mentality and this book just eliminates all that. It talks about how, hey, this person might not help you be able to help you, but the next person will. Or, you know, maybe this person got an 
um, promotion over you, but that doesn't mean that your promotion is not going, getting, you're not going to get your promotion. It's just has this mindset that helping others helps you get to where you need to get to. And I think that's extremely important in business. Definitely when I say get a coach or a mentor, somebody who can help you so you could be in a position to help others, especially in the business of, of serving. Like no client is going to trust you to help them if you can't are not willing to help others or other businesses grow and things like that. So I think that's an awesome book to read if you're getting started in your business or ready to leave your nine to five is learning how to give to others and not only give to others, but be able to receive from others as well. Mm. Yes, I love that. Definitely. So if you're listening, check out those books. And I want to end with this question. If we, mm -hmm. this is something I teach about a lot, like our limiting beliefs and limitations that we set up for ourselves. If you were to remove all that, I know you already way ahead of your time because you're <laughs> running your business, but where do you see yourself in five years? What are you doing and who are you? Yeah, so in five years, I hope to be financially free and what that means is like not have to worry about no nine to five paycheck just um building my assets pretty much you know doing only my web design and marketing business but also investing in real estate investing in different projects um also yeah i just want to focus on working towards retirement i tell everybody i want to retire by 40 so can we try to do that real quick but um <laughs> no all jokes aside, though, um, definitely being stronger in my faith, definitely being financially free. I don't want that burden of just having to worry about money all the time or things like that. Um, also plan on hopefully, you know, using my web design and marketing business. I'll be full time and that can just be my only passion that I want to focus on and then find other ways to make money, make money for me while I'm in my, in my sleep and things like that. But yeah, definitely. Just be my own CEO. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that. So I think that that's great. So if there's somebody listening right now who's like, yay, I'm about to start my own business. But that person uh, gets a little, little lost on their journey or just knows right ahead that they're going to need help with marketing or building their website. Or maybe somebody's listening right now who's already started their business, but that person doesn't have a website and needs help with that, how can they reach out to you? How can that person connect with you and work with you? Yeah, so you can visit my website, www.kfiwebdesign.com. You can reach out to me on Instagram and Facebook. Um, my business Instagram is at kfiwebdesign. Facebook page, kfiwebdesign. If you want to go on my personal page, it's Kim underscore Flanoy. Um, definitely feel free to reach out to me. You know, if you're in my DMs, you ask a question, I'm more than happy to help you. Um, more than willing to work with anyone. So definitely those are the ways to reach out to me. Awesome. I'll make sure that I uh, post the links, that I pin the links also in the description so people will be able to find it. So I'm mm -hmm. I'm so excited. This session was awesome. Where this session, this, um, this chat with you was great. So I really appreciate you taking your time to be on and share your experience, share your knowledge, share your expertise in this and how your journey has been. I know it's going to help so many people. And um, thank you so much for being here. 
thank you for having me and it was so great speaking to you and ladies remember you can do anything so do it